may not mean nothing to y'all Understand nothing was done for me So I don't plan on stopping at all I want this forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine I shut this down in the mall And selling that girl, she the one for me And I ain't even planning to call I want this forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine. It is, it ain't mine, it's Tuesday, it's the beginning it's- of the week And we are right back here on the number one rated business show That's right and it's with me once again. I'm back. You came back to work. Hey, one little cough and Casey got scared and says, you're moving with your auntie and uncle I'm too with all that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Fleming already kept, uh, uh, timed in. He said, wash your hands, bro. Hey, <laughs> two times and hand sanitizer. <laughs> but now, nah, man, we are so happy to have uh, Mr. Mark Tolley, Jeff Bill back in the house with us. He is uh, out of quarantine. He feeling better. I told y'all wasn't nothing wrong with him in the first place. Man. But... <laughs> I was hopped up on that vitamin C all week. And then he come back here still hating light skin, folks. It's a shame. I'm just saying. And it's we need shame. to switch up this intro, man. We nah. need some of that. We keeping our light skin. Barry intro. White. <laughs> we keeping our light skin intro. No. <laughs> no. We need that Barry White going on. <laughs> but now, y'all, let's go ahead and get some announcements out of the way real, real quick. Uh, if you're out in the Smyrna area, it is a brand new year. Uh, you're trying to get your money right. We're trying mm. to get our mind right, but mm. uh, most importantly, let's get our health and our body right. So I want everybody to go see my friends over at Titans Fitness. They're a world-class facility right there in Smyrna, Georgia. You can visit them at 1834 South Cobb Industrial Boulevard, Southeast, and at Smyrna, Georgia, 30082. Just visit them online at titans.net. You can tell them KC sent you, and Rachel will give you a free training on me. And that is Rachel Stuckert, the one and only world champion IFBB Pro mm. and on up Impact Training. Get buff like me. Bruh, she get me right. <laughs> <laughs> they got meal plans. They got that. And the workout is insane. I thought I was doing something. You know how you go in there, you bench press and all this type of stuff. Yeah. And then you get with a trainer. I'm like, bro, I'm out of shape. She gets you to do those burpees. What? Those burpees? She gets you to do the burpees? The burpees? I used to hate burpees. Oh, you looking the at burpees? Oh, well, you don't know. You tell him don't work out. We don't you, know. No, we don't know you, tell, you don't work out. If you've done burpees, you know what burpees are. What's a burpee? Okay, so burpees where you drop down, okay. do a push-up, get up, jump up, do your jumping jack, drop back down, do another push-up, get up, jump up, drop down, do another push-up, get up, do another jump. <laughs> yeah, if you've done burpees, you know burpees. Uh, when she started all that, I went over to Studio 1211 and got my hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> so to all my friends out there in the Douglasville area, if you want to stay looking good, you want to stay looking sexy like the rock star himself, Here we everybody go. quiet. Everybody quiet. That's all right. That's all right. Here we but go. <laughs> I want y'all to go visit my barber over at Studio 1211 in Douglasville. He is located right there at 6405 Fairburn Road. Uh, you can call and schedule an appointment at 770 770- 485-6772. Ask speak with Melvin, and we're going to give you a free cut on the real 1100 AM. Let Welcome back. Welcome back, Melvin. Welcome back. <laughs> Greg don't even pay attention no more. I like, bro, please. Nah, Greg been that. giving us side eyes all day, man. I, I, I came in and said, what's up, Greg? He kind of looked at me like, what up? I keep trying I'm to tell like, you, okay folks. Then, bro. I'm trying to be peaceful this year, bro. I'm trying to be MLK with this thing this year. Yeah, man. I done did too much Malcolm X behind me. I'm trying to be MLK. But Greg mad because you said we don't get enough sound effects. And so ever since, he's been acting all mad at, at us every day. I ain't giving me flowers on Friday. You, see, I ain't giving me flowers on Friday. I told you. Friday. You got to give the – so today, give the engineers some. We're going to start the show with giving Greg his flowers. You don't want no flowers? You don't want no flowers? We'll wait. He don't even want no flowers. Like, he back. <laughs> 
But the mastermind for February 5th, 2022 is now officially sold out. Yeah. I told you. It's going to be fun, though. We told him. It's going to be fun, though. We told him. So we will be rescheduling. Hey, well, not rescheduling. Because we're going to do do a follow-up one. But we're going to do a follow-up one in March. I suggest you jump on it as soon as you see it because the tickets are only $497. We're going to teach you how to get your messaging right. Mm -hmm. We're going to teach you how to tell your story right. Mm -hmm. We're going to teach you how to become the rock star of your industry. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get rid of all this crap that y'all being told by these fake gurus, these bad advice givers, these liars. Let's just go and get it out here. Hey. That's trying to sell y'all marketing and calling it that. But advice. it doesn't matter. I mean, they can believe it. And then when you do that and you find out it doesn't work, come to the next mastermind. We're going to show you why it didn't work. <laughs> uh, yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Like, for real. You go do it that way. And then come back and see our way. I promise you. You're going to find out. Somebody ain't been telling y'all the truth. We're going to show you what really worked because we've been out here doing it for a long time. We done tested the market, and trust me, I have failed my way to success. So, how <laughs> <laughs> have we all? Isn't that the only way to success? Unless you inherit it. Amen. Except for this man sitting in front of me right now. Mm. He said uh, he is an author. He got a book written, Do Your Children Believe? Mm. He is the CEO of Victorious Families. That is it's just amazing that I'm having this discussion today. So, uh, y'all get me some tissue. But <laughs> welcome to the program, Mr. Terrace. Chapman. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're here trying to not only get your business right, but today we're getting your family right as That's well. That's right. Amen. That's what we need right there. But you know, one one thing, as I went through a divorce, one thing I did find, if that home life ain't right, that business life ain't going to be right, right either. That. You know what I'm saying? Because as entrepreneurs, it's like going to war every single day. Really. And then when you ain't got no peace in that home, mm-hmm. it's like you're in a constant battle zone. You know what I'm saying? And it will, it will really drag you down. Oh, yeah. Definitely will. Hey, they always said that back in the days, um, the best way to beat your enemy is to make sure that he has no peace at home. And Amen. When he has no peace at home, he cannot fight those those wars. That's true. That is so true. And, you know, the pandemic has even brought that out even more. Uh, <laughs> when you look at, you know, for two years almost, you know, we were isolated. We were quarantined. We were we were living with each other, and some folks didn't know how to do that, right? Mm-hmm. They've been away from home for a number of years. That eight hours going to work, Malachi. <laughs> it's all eight hours going to work, kids at home. We got to raise the kids. We got to educate the kids. We got, you know, church shut down, so we can't even take them to church, can't drop yep. them off at camp, can't a- drop a- them off at school. And now little Johnny that was the bad kid at school that you defended so much, talking about, my kid would never do that. Now you're like, yeah, little Johnny, he's got some issues. <laughs> got some issues. We begin to appreciate those school teachers, don't Yeah. We? <laughs> yeah. But I, I must say this, though. I, I think a lot of it is just the absence of, of, of God. Because yeah. when, you, when you take that out of the home, you know what I'm saying? When you take that, that, that structure out of the home, and like Facebook church ain't church. I don't know if y'all know that or not. <laughs> it's the reason why we want to be in that building. So when you take that away from folks, it, it really, really, it, it, it takes away the outlet. Because sometimes it's hard to get through that week. But Sunday, I, I get me just enough to go one more. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, we've been going through a trend for really a number of decades, man. Uh, if you look back in the last 50 years, man, this thing has been blowing up. Number one, we've all heard of absentee of the father. We've heard of, you know, 65% of our parents, mm-hmm. they feel inadequate. Wow. They don't know what to do. They don't even know where to start, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but when you look at the whole, uh, like you said, when you, God's word is missing from the family, mm-hmm. and less than 10% of Christians are reading their Bible every day. Less people are going to church every day. Less people are knowing how to even raise their kids. Man, it's no reason we have a pandemic going on in the family. Wow. Mm. 
Mm. That that that's a high number too. That's a real high number. Yeah. You know, but hey, here's the good news though. We as parents, we want to do the right thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of times we just don't know how. But you know one thing I'm sick of? Who's this that? myth that that men ain't taking care of their kids. That's it. And, and, yeah. and this myth that it's all just yeah. men out here yeah. doing this. Because I love my kids with everything in me. And, and I, I go to bat for them. Yeah. Even my daughter wanted to put me out here on blast. I ain't get enough for her birthday. I'm getting on you, little one. Oh, that was, <laughs> that was you that said he didn't give you the $70. Oh, yeah. Everybody sits in there. Did you get your birthday gift? <laughs> but no, it, it, it's like a lot of us are out here and we doing our thing. And honestly, it's so many more men now involved in their children's lives like you would not believe. Yeah. Oh, man, times are changing, man. You know, back in the old days, typically it was a woman who would stay at home and men go off to work. But that's, oh, yeah. that's all shifted, right? I mean, men, they're much involved. In fact, it is critical that men be in children's lives. I tell oh, you yeah. this. There's never a time in a child's life that they don't crave the love of the father. Oh, mm. that's so I mean, true. the mother, they get it. Yeah. But the father, they love, they crave on a regular basis. So men are so critical to be in a child's life. And how, how critical is it for them to show what good looks like? So a lot of times I used to hear people always say, well, you know, my dad was never in my life, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't, I couldn't get in those conversations because my dad was always in every part of my life, from coaching to to being at the school, everything that was going on, to church, to everything. And so I knew what good looked like. Um, how important, especially nowadays, kids look at, they observe. It's not what you say, it's what you do. Amen. How important is it that, you know, we show that example? Oh, man, it's critical. We talk about word and deed. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, they don't really care unless they know how much you care. Ooh. Yeah. And they show that, you know, they want someone to model that behavior. In fact, when when they grow up, guess who they're looking for? They're looking for that love model that that they were either oh, yeah. shown or not shown. Yeah, right. That they're is so looking true. for you. Right? But you know, and, and, and that's so true that you you say that because even if your parents are dysfunctional, and I come from a dysfunctional home, you're gonna go find somebody that's dysfunctional, just like what you grew up with. And what you find in it is not the fact whether it's right or wrong. It's normal. Mm. It's comfortable. Yeah, mm. he 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 slapped me or whatever, but I'm used to it. So mm. daddy used to do that, and mama. You know what I'm saying? And and we sit up here and deal with this type of stuff like that. So it is so important that man and I am in front of my girls because I don't want them to deal with no no person like that. I almost said the wrong thing. <laughs> but I, I definitely don't want them to end up dealing with nobody like that, seriously. Yeah. But you know what the beauty is? is like your kids, your daughter, you know, they're experiencing one thing. They love it and they crave it, which is affirmation. Mm. You know, if not only are we physically there and mentally there, but we have to affirm in them who they are as a person. Oh, yeah. You know, you talk about the pandemic. One of the things that came out in the latest study, man, is that 92 percent of our folks are suffering from either some form of depression, anxiety Mm. and so forth. Mm. That's so true. They're looking for purpose. Amen. And where do they find that purpose? Now, some will seek a secular way. They'll seek the world for that purpose. They'll seek other people for that purpose. Mm-hmm. But what if they find that purpose right at home? What if they find that purpose, I call it, in his basic instruction before leaving this earth, called uh, the Bible, Bible. Right? 66 books. What you know about Wu-Tang? Come on, ah. man. Come on. <laughs> what you know about the Wu? <laughs> so that's where we find that, that ultimate um, affirmation. But here's the other thing. They're looking for that affirmation from you mm. and, and who's ever in that household. Whoever has the responsibility and the authority to raise that child, yeah. man, it's critical that they're affirmed. What that, what, go ahead, Joe. No, I was going to say that's so important because here's the thing. The problem is in today's time, we are all so self-absorbed. 
And so, you know, Casey and I, we talk about it sometimes. How can a person be so selfish that they even put their kids on the back burner? I mean, they just so into themselves. Amen. How can you be so selfish? But there are some people out there that literally their children don't even have a a, a podium in their life. It's like, hey, it's me or nobody. But it ain't gender-based either, bro. No, it, it, it happened on both no. sides at this it point. It does. Well, the wake-up call is, man, we're all selfish. Uh, we were born into this world selfish, <laughs> right? Amen. Uh, you know, we, we, our self-interest is all us, right? It's what's in it for me, uh, FM, right? Yeah. So the, the, in this case, AM, right? <laughs> so, But at the end of the day, it comes down to a transformation that happens within us that's mm. more than us, that's greater than us, because we move from a self-righteousness, mm-hmm. in our case, to a Christ-righteousness. Okay. Wow. When you start to see that shift, mm-hmm. you begin to see life differently. You you, you mm. just put that so eloquently because mm. I remember when I first started going through things uh, with this, and and that was one one thing that Harold told me from the Overground Railroad. He said, mm. "You need to focus on doing what's right, and don't focus on doing what's right for Kevin and what's gonna make Kevin feel good, but focus on doing what's righteous, mm-hmm. even when it hurt." And and just for you to put it that way, that is so important. And to go back to what you said, you know, it ain't what you say to them; it's yeah. what they see you do. Yeah, that's right. You know. And when they see you out here operating and doing what's right and this type of stuff, they follow suit. Yeah. Man, let's look at the last couple of years. We can see it, you know, all so much, right? I mean, people are out here talking, 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 and other folks are saying, wait a minute, we want to see it. We want to mm-hmm. see it in action, right? Oh, so yeah. anything you do and say, it's fine. But people want to see, is it really real? And we always say, man, do you really believe what you say is real? And how are you living that out? Yeah, wow. and that, and sadly, some people believe the lie so much they believe it. I'm like, you can lie to me, you can lie to anybody else, but don't lie to yourself. I mean, wow. they believe their own stuff. And one thing, you know, I, I realized, man, there's a there's a couple people you can't lie to because they know who you are. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you could be Amen. one way outside the house, you could be one way in the in the you know in the cubicle or in the office in the corner office, but you know who know who you are, mm-hmm. man, your children, yeah, they know the who you, and they call you out too. Nowadays Quick. they do. Oh. Yo, yeah, nowadays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your daddy be hating on you I, I, I got you back though Your daddy's on some hating right now though <laughs> But no I, I just love how, how you put that man And, I, and it, Because it's a simple fact uh, it, It's one of those type things Like everybody wanna go out here and front and fake yeah. You know we've not seen the parents That you out in public and all this type of stuff Now you want everybody to smile And you got everybody all dressed up yeah. But at the house you know how you treat them kids for real You know you ain't though you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it, it's it's just it's beautiful to have this conversation. Now, one thing I would say, with with so many people going through divorce, so many fathers now starting to be you know single fathers and this type of stuff, what is it that we need to do? Because we hurt too, and 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 it's a lot of stuff that's going on. So it's like, what is it that we supposed to do, or or how can we you know help them become better as well as help ourselves? You know, one of the, one of the things you can do, we all can do, is be intentional. Okay. You know, a lot of times we just kind of go where the wind blows and we try to figure it out as we go. And, you know, I always say if you fail the plan, you you, you know, you've already failed. Plan to fail. Yes. Right. So the first thing I always kind of advocate is let's put a plan in place. In fact, you know, I, I go from this thing that just says, you know, if the more we're intentional, mm-hmm. we start to seek, you know, purpose and we start to seek action. Right. Okay. So the first thing I, I recommend for parents and really any business leader uh, is, hey, let's start with a plan. Mm. I mean, can you think to start a business without a business plan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> can you think to start a ministry or church without a church plan, a ministry plan? Can you think to even go on vacation without a vacation plan? It's, it's, but what, yeah, what a lot of people to, do it, though. What he leading to is because you know how Hollywood always put out these, these black movies, right? 
And then, uh, you know, we we had a, the the Christmas movies and all this yeah. type of stuff. And everybody, they was like, man, I really wish everything was like this for us. It can be. Yeah. All you got to do is plan it out. Just plan it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those folks plan to have these activities and do these little things here and there. You see what I'm saying? You don't just haphazardly live no parts of your life. It, it's amazing. You know, when you start to plan it out, here's the thing. You're not you're not trying to make, you know, this kid when they're five years old. Although the most influential time and in age in a child's life is between three and 13 years old. It's critical. Mm-hmm. So you're okay. going to fit right in the cycle, my friend. <laughs> but when you look at Pay the, what you owe, Kevin. Pay that $70. Pay what you owe. Pay it up, baby. <laughs> Come on. We got, hey, we're going to get some money for you. <laughs> so those are the critical years, right? If we start to look at that and say, what's the vision? What You know, what do we want to see our child when they're 21 years old, not five? years old then we started to put a purposeful plan in place that's training up that child for when they're 21 so they don't leave what you taught them when they get older yeah and Mm -hmm. i think that's very important too that you not only make that plan but you understand their plan and they can see you planning so it becomes something that they're looking to do absolutely you know because they model you and so they're like well you didn't have a plan and you told me i could be anything i wanted to be and all of a sudden, the rest of my life, you're telling me what I can't do. Mm. You know, what I can't be. Oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. And it's like, well, what, what am I supposed to do? Well, just follow. Do what I did. Go to college. <laughs> get a good job. Work 40 years. Get that gold watch. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's, that doesn't work nowadays. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work nowadays, man. And what's happening is these plans that we have on this side, I mean, one is what I call a performance plan, right? We, we want them to go to the best school. We want them to get the great grades, all that good stuff, which is great. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's all good, right? We're going to celebrate that, you know, right? We want them to do to be, quote, unquote, successful. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you're spiritually broken? Man, you know what happens when it's not about you; it's about another person. It's about serving. It's about giving yourself away. You see, that's a side that is not selfish. Yeah, but yet we are in that way, and we build our kids really up. To be honest with you, we build them up to be selfish. Mm. Wow. What we should be doing is build them up to be generous, to be giving, to be servant. That's true. Wow. And, and not at the end of the year when you can write it off on your taxes. Oh, sorry about that, <laughs> But no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I put you out there, bro. <laughs> I do not do that. <laughs> but, no, uh, I, I, I love that you went there, but how do we do that? Like, how do you raise your children to be selfless? You know what I'm saying? Because we, we live in this me, me, me society. We live in this, this me, me, me generation. Everybody's all about themselves. And to a certain extent, you need to be about yourself a little bit. Okay, let's just be honest about it. But how do you raise that child to be selfless like that well, and, and show them something more than me, me, me? Well, actually, it's, it's got to start with us, first of all. I mean, it's, it's up to, we have to deal with us, secondly. But the second thing we have to do is begin to tr- uh, teach them something that's bigger than them. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you know, do you have a vision statement for your home, for your family? Do you do they understand the values that you really, I mean, truly believe and wow. you truly want to live out that you're truly convicted to? Mm. Not the ones that sound all, you know, great and Christian and all that. I'm talking the real values that you believe in. Do, have you wow. set that out for, for your children to understand? Wow. Thirdly, you know, when you think about it, man, age and stage, have you laid out a plan that trains a child when they're 0, 5, 5 to 10, et cetera, et cetera? Have you, you know, you can't train a three-year-old the same way you train a 16-year-old. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So how do you lay that out? What we do is help you to frame out that plan to be intentional. Wow. wow. But the first thing I would say is help them to investigate something greater than them. Mm. Because they're going to understand them. Yeah. Just like you understand you. The question is, do they understand some, a greater purpose in life where they can identify with something that's greater than them, a purpose that's greater than them, but yet they live it out today. 
Wow, wow that's big. Man, that's, we stopped the show right there. Yeah, that's big right there. <laughs> but but it, it, it's so important, like you say, that, that family value statement, that family mission statement, this is what we're about. You know, this is the direction that we're going, and this is what we're doing next week. It is so important for that child to understand that. Because I, I noticed, and somebody even gave me this advice one time, they said, you know, people can wait for a long periods of time as long as they know when the end. Keep telling somebody, hold on, hold on, just wait for me, but they don't see no end in it. it it's, it's nightmares for them, and it's like that for kids. You know, when they don't know what's coming next, it, it, it's a nightmare for those children to have to live like that because they they, they thrive off destruction routine. Man, let me tell you, I'm, I'm here with the number one business show. Of <laughs> so I've got to bring it from a business perspective, too. I mean, think about this, right? I mean, I, I work for Johnson Johnson, Citibank, and Coca-Cola. You guys are too young to remember, man, but back in 1982, Johnson Johnson had one of the greatest scares of all time. It was called the Tylenol Incident. Seven people lost their life due to tainted cyanide capsules of Tylenol. Mm. In fact, the reason we have safety seal packaging today is because of that incident in 1982. Wow. wow. Well, let me tie this together for you. When that incident occurred in Chicago, which was my territory, I, mean, I was three months out of college at that time, the thing that unified us and brought us together and began to put us in the right path mm -hmm. is we had a plan. I mean, we had what they call a credo. In fact, if you go to Johnson Johnson headquarters in Brunswick, New Jersey, they have a wall that has the credo on the wall. It's their business plan and how they're going to operate in times of crisis. Hmm. Families need that same credo, if you will, that plan as to how they're going to operate in day-to-day -day life. You know, when you think about Coca-Cola, which brought me here when I led Coca-Cola, man, the one thing you would remember, I'm sure, is New Coke. When New Coke rolled out, everybody went crazy, man. We lost $150 million on New wow. Coke. Wow. Wow. But we turned it around and made it an asset. Because, see, if you can you know, take some other competitive products off the shelf just for one month, that's a billion dollars. Wow. Okay. So there was a plan for that. See, we, we're going to always run into some type of winds that blow. Mm -hmm. The key is how are we going to navigate through those winds when they do blow? Because they're going to blow. Life is going to blow. Yeah. The key is how do we navigate through that process? We got to be intentional. We have to have a plan. And, wow. and that's great that you're saying plan over and over again because the mindset of planning is one thing that you're planning on them as well. So now it's it's not I'm planning because now I've been laid off. I have nothing better to do. I'm sitting in, in the dark and I got to come up with a plan. It's just a, a way of life. So it's like I'm always planning. I'm always planning. I, mean, I always tell people, man, I don't need managers when things are going great. I need managers when there's, you know, when it's all messed up. When, <laughs> you know, we're dealing with some stuff, right? So that's what it's all about. Okay. Now, now we, 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 we quickly, quickly coming to the end of this segment. So I, I've got to get into this book uh, real quick. It's, it's called Do Your Children Believe? And just flipping through it, the first First chapter of it, say better answers to good questions. I mean, oh my goodness. You Give us a little bit about what's in this book and, and why, you why you wrote this book. You know, real quick, man, I wrote this book about 20 years ago. No, actually it came out in 2017, but I wrote it in okay. 20, 2016. The reason I wrote the book is because I was failing as a spiritual leader in my own home. Wow. I was building a $50 billion business in the form of Coca-Cola, but yet I was failing as the spiritual leader of my own home. So this, was a, this wasn't a, a, a the, the message I'm giving you wasn't to the masses and somebody else. This was to me. You know, mm. My wife challenged me uh, with a question that changed our whole life. Are the kids prepared to defend themselves after high school? 
And we saw kids walking away from the faith after high school. The answer was no, they're not prepared to defend themselves. And her response was, what are you going to do about it? I'm like, what are mm. you going to do about it? What's the church going to do? You know. But the bottom line, we wrote the book because I needed to be intentional in how I raised my kids. I didn't want my kids to walk off to some camp or some Christian school or some church for the first time and hear something that they've never heard at home. Wow. Mm. I wanted them to see it at home. So I began, you know, one of the things we learned at Coca-Cola is how to write plans. In fact, we wrote billion-dollar plans in 45 minutes, man. Wow. And so how do we write a plan to be intentional for the home? So that's how the book got started. We've trained so about 100,000 So this is your own parents. family plan that's that it. you done wrote? That's it, man. Wow. Wow. We just made it for the masses and reproduced it, and now 100,000 families in 37 countries are living this out. And now we're training coaches and, and trainers on how to do this. And wow. that's what we want to see every Train home me, brother. With a real yeah, he said <laughs> 37 <laughs> countries, man. Train me, brother. I want to work he on you. He said 37 cities. Do you see some of the stuff in here? Sufficient to the struggle? Yeah. I mean, man, I can't wait to get into this thing and read this thing. Hey, man. Like, for real. I want to hear the stories, man. I want to hear <laughs> your stories, right? Because we all have a story. Oh, yeah. I mean, just imagine this. When is the last children. time? <laughs> right? When is the last time our kids heard our story? It's true. I mean, I'm not talking about the whole unpacked story. You can go as far as you want. Now, in my case, I want them to hear my spiritual story. Yeah. Okay. Right? My life before Christ, how I came to Christ, my life after Christ. Because they never heard that story before. Mm-hmm. But here's the idea. Have you ever heard your kid's story? Hmm. You see, are we always just talking or sometimes we have to listen? Wow. And when we hear their story and combine that with where we want to go in our story, man, that's powerful. Hmm. Mm. Mm-mm. I, uh, bro, I'm speechless today. I'm just sitting here listening. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't man. got no jokes for you today. <laughs> man. Wow. So a, a, as we started journeying through this book, you know, what is it at the end of this? What, what, what should I take from this what what should what should make me oh man it must be something underneath the table just connected <laughs> us today rock star i mean i'm over here with mega marketer guy i'm over here with the rock star now here's the bottom line right at the end of the day man one of our model is unity in the spirit okay i mean let's just say everything else is at the end of the day i believe you're going to be this isn't biblical or anything i'm just taking you here for an example but there what if there's a welcoming committee in heaven and that welcoming committee man Jesus turns around and there's no, you know, there's no grandparent, no parent, no father, no mother, no child, et cetera. But you're there and you're celebrating. That's good. That's good mm-hmm. because he's done the work in you. Not you done doing some work, but he's done the work in you. But let's flip that script. And let's say that welcoming committee is generations upon generations of your children. Why? Wow. Because you shared the good news of the gospel and the Lord moved in such a way that's in supernatural. Is that even greater than selling another 50 million bottles of Coca-Cola? Mm. Yes. I think it is. And what if generations upon generations come to know who you are and your plan and what you've done and your story? Don't let your story die with you. Mm. Too many of us, whether it's business or whatever, our story dies with us. Yeah. The ultimate story is greater than you and it's multi-generational. Wow. I, I, I love how you put that because I, I remember the first time, you know, I looked and I said, wow, I'm successful now. I ain't got these money issues and I ain't got these money worries no more and this type of stuff. And I was working 18-hour days, almost seven days a week, and Jeff can attest to that. But my kids weren't happy. Folks was depressed in my home and this type of stuff. And I found out money didn't matter that much to me yeah. no more. Like, yeah, I can pay my bills now and all this type of stuff, but I just didn't care. I lost my yeah. drive for even trying to go get more of it because at the end of the day, the people I love the most weren't happy. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. That's when I realized that I was successful. When I realized I was successful is when whenever Denicia has something, 
I'm always there. <laughs> and Janicia might say, let's go to the park. All right, let's, let's go. go. It, it doesn't matter what day, what time, let's go. She want to take a trip and go somewhere? Okay, let's go. <laughs> and that's when I realized there's no dollar amount. Amen. It was like, oh, the freedom to actually spend that quality time. Because at the end of the day, and this is the, going back to your selfishness. Mm-hmm. The end of the day, most parents get selfish when they're old and they're like, I don't want to get in a nursing home. Let me go ahead and connect with my kids. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, look, I've been doing this for 40 years by myself. <laughs> I don't need you to connect now. Oh, yeah. You know? That's it. And too so, many else can say it. that. Yeah. Yeah, and the key, man, is just let's live for something definite. And then here's the, here's the bottom line at, at the end of the day, right? Parents always ask, what's the secret sauce? What's the secret thing? I don't have a secret sauce, but here's my secret sauce. Love well. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't do anything else, Christian, non-Christian, whatever, love well. Man, if you love kids well, they find a foundation that can never be broken. Wow. Because they've been loved and affirmed in such a way that it's unshakable, it's unbreakable. Can you get a t-shirt, love well? I'm going to make one. I'm going to make one. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm speechless. The the one and only Mr. Terrence Chapman. Chapman. If if anybody want to get this book, they want to follow you, they want to be a part of your organization like me. Uh, how can folks get in contact with you? Hey, number way, victoriousfamily.org. Find us on online. We're on all social media, all the good stuff. Hey, drop us a line, connect with us. You know what? Man, I, it's no reason why they shouldn't be coming here and getting some free resources as well. Hey, yeah. Man. So, hey, whatever way you guys want to connect it, we'll get some parents out there. We want to see every Christian, every parent. Amen. Every parent being intentional, raising their kids. Man, man we got to change the trajectory of this thing. Yes. That'll be great. And Kevin, pay your daughter that seventy dollars. Stop being cheap. <laughs> Y'all go pick up this book. Do your children believe by Terrence Chapman? Uh, it's available. Where, where can folks get the book? Amazon, all the places. Where Amazon everywhere. If y'all see this book or y'all see this man, I'm telling y'all, y'all better get involved. Uh, you listen to the number one rated business show right here on the Real 1100 AM. Uh, on the other side of the break, I got Miss Amy Reese coming in. She's gonna talk about how we gonna get millions of dollars from the government. We gonna we gonna turn up a little bit. So uh, we'll be right back after this. At Align for Life, we work with attorneys across the entire metro area. We are a portal of entry provider, meaning we can ensure your client is triaged accordingly and coordinate all aspects of your client's chiropractic and medical care from start to finish, including referrals to medical doctors, specialists, and imaging. This is Dr. Fowler. Your injury clients deserve the best transportation, extended hours, and compliance monitoring. We understand your needs. Refer your injury and accident victims right now by calling us at 404-383-1110 or visit us at yourfinespine.com. Transportation is provided via Uber and we are open late so your clients can come in after work. Auto accidents, wellness care, slip and fall. We take care of it all. I lived alone in this apartment and I had trouble with my landlord. Basically, he was a creep. He kept coming on to me, and I kept saying no. Then one night, I'm sitting on my couch watching TV. My door, of course, is locked. But then I hear, it's my landlord letting himself in. Hey, get out. You can't keep coming in. What's wrong? I hear your refrigerator needs fixing, and I figure while I'm here, maybe you can do something for me. Out. Get out. I'm offering you a good deal. Out. And I'm reporting you. All right, all right. I'm leaving. Don't make a federal case of it. A federal case? Yes, sexual harassment in housing is against federal law. 
It's called the Fair Housing Act. If you are harassed, file a complaint with HUD. Go to hud.gov slash fairhousing. That's hud.gov slash fairhousing. And if you fear for your safety, call 911. Fair housing. The law is on your side. A message from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. If you love it, your favorite music, news, talk, sports, and you want to hear it, it's in the palm of your hand. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. Yeah, the big time coming in. That's it's, the about time. Bird, man. It's, it's about time. It's <laughs> about time. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back right here on the Real 1100 AM, checking in on iHeartRadio all over the world. It is your host, KC Pride, the rock star, and Mr. Marketology the himself. The smartest working man in grow business. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, joining to the studio, we've been... Everybody been requesting this woman ever since they heard her at the party mm-hmm. when she was talking about all these millions of dollars that she can get from the government and all this type of stuff. She is finally in studio with us. She is from ARC uh, Solutions, Miss Amy Reese. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Oh, she went back to what's <laughs> happening on us. No, she did not. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> How you doing today, Miss Reese? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing well, happy good. New Year. Wonderful. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. And you're going to talk about the government. <laughs> talk about the government. Yeah. Yeah. Get some of this government cheese. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. But, but you know, it's funny. As we say stuff like that, because they get, the corporations take all of it. <laughs> so we, yeah. we need to get some we of it better. for real. We better. Yeah. It's for us. Yes. Anyway. Amen. Yes. Absolutely. So we want to make sure that we. Share with the other entrepreneurs that's out there all the opportunities and all the, the, the money they can get and how they can change your business. Please share because, I mean, I can't stand when you, you've you been in business, you've been working hard, you've been doing your thing, and all of a sudden you know somebody you know nothing, bitch. <laughs> and they be like, y'all just got 50 Gs from the government. And I'm like, you didn't even have a business, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, that's, There's a lot of scams That's right a little something so, different, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm like, how, how could I get some money from the government? Yeah. Well, you know, um, the federal government, you know, for those who don't know, is the world's largest purchaser of goods and services. Okay. Like, there is no entity on the face of the earth that buys more. Also, the largest employer in the world, too, right? Oh, yeah. So if you hmm. think about corporations, like, you know, so many people want to uh, do business. If you're a small business owner, you want to you wanna do business with Coca-Cola or you mm-hmm. want to do business with Delta Air lines, but you're missing the whole federal government. And so, you know, they set aside 23% of their money that's supposed to go to small businesses. Really? So if you're talking about a budget of, say, $1.1 trillion, which is what the budget was last year, and 23% of that is supposed to be set aside for small businesses wow. to, to, to contract with the federal government, then we're leaving, that's what, $254 billion we're leaving on the table. Wow. And so uh, less than wow. 1% compete. So you've now, got less than 1% of businesses in the in this federal marketplace being a vendor when they set aside 23%. Now, now mm. why are people so intimidated when it comes to working with the government? It's like, don't get me wrong, it's some paperwork, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's some paperwork. But most people, once you get on the other side of it, yeah. They do pretty well with them government contracts. They do very well with them government contracts. Because <laughs> <laughs> they be like, I remember uh, uh, they had one out. It was for, we were trying to get it. It was for the Navy. Mm-hmm. And it was like, do social media for the Navy. Just basic yeah. stuff. Yeah. $2 million. Yeah. Mm. $2 million for a year. Yeah. Look at all the, uh, like, you know, you think about like COVID, you know, the past two years and all the commercials. And they had to, they had to contract 
marketing agencies to do that for all of these different, you know, all the videos, all the commercials you see, all of the, you know, the social media content that was that had to be created. And all of these different agencies had a budget to get Mm -hmm. their get the word out, you know, about COVID and being safe and washing your hands and all of that stuff. There's all this repetition. They poured millions and millions of dollars into those ad campaigns. And I would love to know how many real small businesses were able to get in to to take advantage of those opportunities because they were there. Now, why is it? It seems like it's either we don't take advantage of these opportunities or we just don't know they even exist. And so it it seems like the government hide this stuff. Well, you know, it don't well, they don't hide it. It's just that we are uninformed as small business owners. You okay. know, when we think about ways to grow, we first of all, when you first launch a business, you probably don't launch a business with the with the uh the thought of I want to do business with the government. Yeah. You launch a business and you think about, well, who are who are going to be who's going to be your customers? And usually okay. that's the general marketplace. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like if you guys are you doing marketing services, branding services, then you're you you are looking to do business with other businesses. Small mm-hmm. businesses medium-sized businesses but you know how many of us really start our businesses and think I I want to I want to think about scaling up front I want to think about not, maybe not competing in the marketplace where everybody else is competing in yeah but I want to compete in a marketplace that less than one percent compete in I mean can you imagine narrowing your competition to that degree where you're not competing with everybody else but you're competing with less than one percent mm. but what ends up happening is people are just they get intimidated it's a confusing and kind of convoluted process oh yeah you know, they get rejected if they're not doing it correctly, if they're not entering their information correctly. It's, yeah. There's a lot of reasons why things get rejected. And then they give up. And, yeah. you know, and they never get past even getting registered and getting properly set up, let wow. alone starting the journey to even be a contractor in the first place. So it's probably better to have somebody that knows the process just help you get through the process yeah. versus years of learning how to stumble and try to get it right. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah I, I can't tell you how many clients we have that'll say, you know what, it's time this year, I'm going to do it. I tried to do this two years ago. I tried to, but they kept rejecting my application. If something kept, I didn't know what they wanted. I didn't know what to do. I didn't, I couldn't yeah. get anybody on the phone. You know, I, mm. I went to SBA.gov, which our taxpayer dollars pay for. That's a governmental agency. Mm-hmm. And they do have a lot of resources on there. They have a lot information but what we found is that so much information on there is so confusing yeah it's like it's too much information on there people get lost let's let's talk about it it. because it's funny what you find in this world seriously is that hold up did he do the church on you what stop right there stop Stop right there read read (laughs) (laughs) no no but for real though it is so funny and and, and you can attest to this jeff because everybody see it now it used to be before the information age it was hidden from you, mm-hmm. and didn't nobody want to say it. Yeah. But it's still hidden from you. In but now it's like, information it's a, overload. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm gonna get you way too much yes, now, bro. Yes, yes. And you ain't gonna never find the truth. Yep. yep. But, yes, yes. I think that's what happens. But why? Why is the government doing this this way? Because it's like you go to IRS.gov. You go to some things. It's like if if you want to get that EIN number, bro. First page is right there. That's the first thing that pop up. Get the Do EIN. You know how many yeah. people so we can text I, you. Do you know how many <laughs> people have dollars, hit me yeah. up and been like, "Hey, man, I paid this person to get my EIN number," and I'm thinking. Really? Because you, <laughs> you know that's free. You know it's free. It's right there. Yeah, first you know page. You ain't got to do nothing. Right. right. You ain't even got to have your minutes. LLC to get it. It's right. crazy. It's just, yep. But it's it's like things like that because that's going to force you to pay taxes. Yeah. And then that's going to track you. Yeah. But when it comes to 
All these grants out here available to you. All yes. this free money they trying to give away. You can't find that information nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. Maybe we can say it's by design. It probably is, to be honest with you. But I think also because it's so much to learn in the space. Yeah. It's just so much information that you need yeah. to know that I think that they literally, you know, they just dump it all out there and they think they have it organized. They think that they, you know, that is, you know, they've got videos. They've got all kind of things out there. It's just too much. It's too much. And it's too confusing. Oh yeah. And and they, people just don't. They can't do it. They they try, yeah. but they don't. They never finish usually. Well, I think the problem too is, it's a lot of information. One, but then we've got a lot of so-called gurus giving more information yeah. that's false information. That's, so now you're supposed to be the, that's supposed to confused. be confused. Code or the fast track. Yeah. 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 Then you yeah. get confused instead of saying, okay, let me find somebody that actually knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And just follow their lead, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's a, another challenge I've seen happen. Instead of following their lead, they're like trying to tell you how to do your job. Yep. Now, nah, well, I heard, you know, Betty told me that uh, you could just do this and this. And oh, all yeah. you got to do is get one single female that's a minority yeah. on your team. And, uh, and you're like, Lord, look here, that don't, don't work. And, and, and Betty broke, got five <laughs> followers. She a right. part of them day we always listen yeah. to. We talking about yeah. they said, they said, mm-hmm. they said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's just it is a convoluted system. It's a lot of information that's out there. And I mean, you know, and even if you if you're able to navigate to get registered and to get set up as a vendor, then what? So you yeah. really still need direction on what you need to do. Like We, wow. we talked to so many clients and they just you know, we talked to some clients who they they're registered, they're active in the federal space and they don't know what to do next. Mm-hmm. And so you have to have a strong foundation. You mm-hmm. need to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You need some clear direction, you know, uh, someone that can say, here's what you need to do next. Here's what your website needs to look like. This is who, who you, you know, because you're talking about changing your, your, your audience pretty much. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, you're adding now a whole you're talking to the audience. government and, yes. not, yeah. and not just Joe you gotta Blow out know there. You got to know how to show up in the space. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now but, is it true that it takes years to get those government contracts? Because sometimes that is a deterrent because it's like, well, it's going to take you like three, four years before you mm-hmm. even get accepted. Mm-hmm. And people are like, I need the money now. Right. I, no. And and because our strategy, you know, I, we do workshops, right? So okay. part of our strategy is to teach people, teach small businesses how to team, right? Okay. How do you look for, for partnership opportunities? You know, how how do you get, because what happens is if you think about like the, the set-asides, and that's a whole nother subject where you've got women, you've got minorities, you've got veterans. Mm-hmm. So there is additional um, op- contracting opportunities that set aside by, for, by the federal government that's just for women, minorities, wow. and veterans, right? Okay. And so, uh, so if you are a small business and you are non-minority, a non-veteran, you have no set aside, so you can't get in on those extra opportunities. Mm-hmm. Y- and you are a, a, a prime, meaning you are lead on a contract. You won contracts before. Okay. You're also now looking for. Um, being you're looking for opportunities to add um, a, a set aside a woman or minority to your subcontracting team. Oh yeah, okay. Because now you can now go after those opportunities. So you didn't have those opportunities before as a non-minority vendor. Mm-hmm. You've won some great opportunities, but now you're opening up even more. And so being able to to come in as a subcontractor. 
um, is the best strategy when you're brand wow. new because you know you're, you're not having to do any propo- proposals you're not having to bid okay. you're literally just being added to the team and and another thing that people don't know is that like these large companies when they win these major contracts in the millions yeah. they, they sub are out a lot of it. they well they have to sub out yep. and they also have to sub out by law a certain percentage of that contract to women and minorities. Oh, really? oh, they yeah. have to. And if they don't, then they're fined. Don't get fined. And a lot of times they rather they get fined and they, they just write that in. We're gonna get fined because we don't what? have yeah. we don't have the, 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 the um the vendors to pull from. We don't have the subcontractors out there that's ready or they're not showing up. In this we case. ready. But you, you know it, it's crazy I, you starting to see more and more folks. Uh, putting businesses in their wife's name yeah. and more and more companies starting to hide behind a black woman CEO and yep. this type of stuff because they know that they they taking advantage oh, of yeah. all them boxes getting checked That's at the same exactly time. Right. It's checking yep. the box. But I will tell you this. I mean, when you talk about the certification, the SBA, they just changed up because we do a lot of the certifications, right, for mm-hmm. our clients. And, um, you know, they've gotten strict now. They changed the intake process. They, you know, the, the qualifications haven't changed, but they are now going through everything with the fine-tooth comb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to make sure that you are really woman owned, that you're not just owned, but you are managed and is you're you're bankrolling and you're managing and okay. leading the company. So, so it's not, not just yeah, it's not, I'm gonna put yeah. you on, I'm gonna put you on my document. I'm gonna just use your name and you are the that director of such and such. That's right. That won't work. Mm. Not anymore. Now explain explain now because I, I I've seen this shift. Uh, even when you go to get an LLC now, it's asking you for them next codes up front. Because mm-hmm. it used to didn't be that way. All you yeah. had to do was just put your information down, you know, your articles and all that type of stuff, mm-hmm. and that was it. Mm-hmm. But now you can't even get past the system without getting those next codes mm-hmm. and that type of thing in mm-hmm. there. Why is that so important nowadays? Well, because, you know, in respect to the federal government, they don't when you when you're in the database and you're looking to do business as a landscaper or as a a commercial cleaning company, whatever it is that you do, product Mm -hmm. or service you sell, Mm -hmm. they don't they don't have it in the system as that. They have it in the system as the that's the code. It's categorized mm-hmm. everything that's possibly uh, done or purchased or bought by the federal government is broken down by code, and mm. those right codes have to be put in the system. Wow. Or you won't have the opportunity to bid on wow. them because your codes are not correct, or you don't have, um, you don't have all of your codes. You know, you you want to have as many codes in your profile as possible really? that matches what you do. Yeah, because oh, yeah. that's going to open up more opportunity for you. Okay. Wow. Yes. So by us, by nowadays, you know, going ahead and clarifying or or, or signifying those next codes as we are. Are uh, you know starting these new LLCs and this type of stuff? That's kind of opening us up for the government to to give us some opportunities as well. If you are if you are set up in the federal system, if okay. you're if your business is registered to be a vendor in the federal space, then yes. Now now, how do people go about doing that? Well, it, they can do it themselves. That's okay. one thing, right? I mean, and one thing I tell people, you know, it's like think about um, doing your own taxes. If you're a small business, I don't know, do you do your own taxes? Mm. Do you trust yourself I used to, to not so make I got mistakes? Right. <laughs> I like until you get out of it. You're like, mm, I better not do this anymore. They can't answer some questions. Yeah. So, so you know, you you can always go and try to navigate the space yourself and figure it out and and do it yourself and 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 risk, you know, getting it rejected or whatever. Mm. 
or you can use a, a, an agency like ours, ARC Business Solutions, and we actually have workshops where we teach you all the foundational uh, information, uh, steps that you need to know in order to be a federal contractor, and then we give you clear next steps. We, we handle everything for you, and while you're doing all of your, your work, then mm-hmm. we are actually completing your federal registration for you. Wow, um, okay. And so that's that's the way that we kind of make sure that we're able to connect with those underserved business owners mm-hmm. who kind of feel like they're out there on their own, um, you know, but they're not they don't really have the revenue to really um, to be able to really, you know, pour financially into their company. A lot of times we bootstrap ourselves, too. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, so we what we what we tried to do is come up with a. Um, a workshop to be able to give people the opportunity to learn mm-hmm. in a four-hour workshop, get clear strategies, and we complete their federal workshop for for the for one rate. So it's not okay. not free, but it's a reduced cost option that helps them. Okay. And and how long does it usually take, like from soup to nuts, to at least get in the system in a way that you are set up properly? So you know when they first start to they are qualified enough to at least put in a bid. How long does that process you typically take? Um, up to 60 days. Sometimes really? a little bit less. Yeah. Wow. Up to That's 60 fast. days. I'm thinking years. I'm you know probably thinking That's years. Yeah, for the government. Yeah. 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 To, get, to get registered and set up, it doesn't take that long. But again, there is there is a process that you need to take. There is instruction. You know, I always tell you, can't really put the cart before the horse. So you got to get registered and set up in the this, in this space first. But mm-hmm. then there's a lot of work that you've got to do also in preparation of being able to be a subcontractor. You okay. need to make sure you're showing up well in the space. You need to make sure that you've got your capability statement. A lot of people don't even know, if you're a small business owner, you need a capability statement. Uh. Well, well, what is that? Well, would you uh. go out and look for a job if you or an individual without a resume. Hey man, what can you do? You can't go. You go out there and look. So what kind of why would you be a business and you're looking to to win more business and you don't even have a capability statement to wow. dem- to show what your capabilities it's are so as a company. Funny. It is so wow. funny she mentioned stuff like this because it is so true. <laughs> because as you start to actually come up a little bit and you start to grab the attention of bigger companies and this type of stuff, they start asking you for this yes. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I remember the first time I got asked for a capability to say, I had to call somebody, bro, what, what is, is this? Yeah. <laughs> and how'd yeah. I do it? Yeah. 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 So and, it's and, those and Google the template. I know, yeah. right? That's what they told me. He said, bro, it's a template out there. You just fill it out. Fill it out, you know. But, yeah, so it's it's those kind of things that if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's that's – that's what we do. We help people navigate the space and get that firm foundation. Okay. Yeah, and that makes sense. I mean, because a lot of times we always think it's just a who you know thing. And it may be a who you know in the sense of who you know can give you the proper information and resources to get it done, yes. not just put you in the seat. Right. So. Oh, then And then also, it, it can also be who you know in respect to who you subcontract with. Like, who, mm. you know, now that is a who you know. You've got to go oh, yeah. out there and build some relationships. So if I'm not looking to be a lead or a prime on a contract because I'm brand new in, mm-hmm. the, in the space and I don't really know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but I know how to do my job, I oh, know yeah. what, I, what to do, then I want to team with another company that has been in, this, in that space, that's been successful in it, and I want to introduce myself and I want to say, hey, I'm now registered in the federal space. I'm certified. I'm woman owned. I'm minority owned. Let's talk about ways to work together. Okay. Now, now we we, we, we fast here. This we, this show has just flown by today. But uh, as we're starting to approach the end of the show, wow, really? number one, uh, one big thing that I, I want everybody to know: how can they get into in contact with you? First of all, and then secondly, uh, give us just a, a quick, quick. How did you get 
all this information inside you? Like, how did you learn oh, all this Lord. stuff? Yeah. Well, well, what happened? What had happened was. <laughs> um, what <had> happened was. <laughs> I, I was I I was in corporate America for like twenty three years, okay. and then um, I ended up I you know I decided that I wanted to leave. I became a partner um, in a property management real estate company, and as a part as a partner, my responsibility was the uh, business development, right? Growing the business. Well, my space had always been B two B and B two G. Okay. I've always done, you know, work with other major corporations, governmental agencies, even when I was in corporate America. And so um, I set out to look for opportunities to be able to grow in a way that I was used to growing by going after bulk opportunities and not your onesie twosies. Okay. Okay. Um, and so it was on that journey that I realized how small businesses were missing out on that. On that. So I wow. was able to win contracts for the property management, property, um, uh, the real estate company that I work for. But mm-hmm. it was during that time that I decided that I wanted to leave and go and start working with other small businesses to teach them what I had learned on my own journey. And that was six years ago. Well, six and a half years ago now. That's powerful. Wow. If anybody wants to get in contact with you or if anybody wants to, uh, you know, do business with ARC Solutions or or, or just learn from you or come to one of your workshops, how can people uh, follow you and get involved with you? You can check out my website where it's uh, win.arcanswers.com or you can just go to www.arcanswers.com. But if you go to the win.arcanswers.com, there is an explainer video on there. There is information on our next workshop that's coming up. Um, and then also you can you can schedule a complimentary consultation to learn a little bit more about whether this is a good fit for you. And um, we've got a workshop that's come. We've got two that's coming up in February. We've already reached capacity for the two in January, but for February we've got two. She what, brought make a sure you, to uh, ah man. Did you hear how she put them to the funnel? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I know a little something. <laughs> he, he love good marketing. He just love good marketing. Real quick, give me that uh, website one more time because I got so many folks over here asking for it. Okay. They want to know it. Yeah. Win. It, dot win. Dot, does, so W-I-N. W-I-N, yep, okay. dot A-R-C answers with an S dot com. And then we're on social media, A-R-C answers dot com. We're on LinkedIn, Instagram, um, uh, Facebook. Uh, Facebook, we've got a lot more going on on the Facebook side. You and know, only the- because <laughs> she is my number one rated fan. I mean, this lady show up for us every single week. She got one question for you real quick. Okay. This is coming from Miss Algina Kirsten. She said, is there anything more detailed in the petrochemical and oil industry in Georgia uh, when it comes to uh, some of these federal contracts? Uh, it depends on what exactly you, you do. You know, what exactly they're looking for. What I want people to understand is when you think about a contract, a huge contract, it's not just just the actual, like, say, for example, infrastructure, you know, a, a, a build, a road um, completion project or whatever. Well, it's not just the people who lay the asphalt, right? Mm. It is also the it, it's staffing agencies that you're going to, they're probably going to need. Mm. They may need some 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 type of techn- technical help. Okay. Um, they it, There are so many different components to what, Keep what makes a contract work that is open for so many other industries or, or um, um, services that businesses can provide other oh, wow. than just the actual. So you, we really have to start thinking about what's the bit, how, how are they making this work? Think about like the COVID response, um, you know, even with this getting out the, um, what do you call it? The testing kits or whatever, yeah. right? That's a huge, they had to build a website. Who did it? Who built the webs? There was a te- they, uh, there was a technology team that they had to contract wow. out to do that. You know who's actually uh, responsible for the shipping? They may have had to hire some more people to get this done, right? So they do, what staffing agencies are they working for? Okay. Right. So it's so many different components. So it really is going to depend on what do you offer, and how can you make what you offer fit into all of these different types of contracts? Wow. 
That's that big. is wonderful. Once again, Miss Amy Reese from ARC Solutions. Uh, just one last time, how can folks follow you on social media before we get out of here? So it's ARC Business Solutions on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, and Instagram. And then I am also on Facebook, um, Amy Reese. You just, just and, Amy and, Reese on Facebook and you can find me. Amy Reese on Facebook. And I'm telling y'all, y'all better check out before you can't check out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and this is just for Jeff and everybody that was listening last week. Uh, baby. Get your $70, girl. Did you get something for your birthday? Yes or no? And we will be out. We'll be back tomorrow because she will get she will get going. We'll be back tomorrow at three o'clock, same time. And Jeff, uh, the real deal, Jeff Beer will be in studio with us. I'm as back. Always stop. I'm girl. back. Right. Until tomorrow, y'all. It's been real right here on 1100 AM iHeartRadio all over the world. We out. Swimming in the money, come and find me, Nemo. If I was at the club, you know I balled. Chemo, drop the mixtape that sounded like an album. Who'd have thought a countrywide tour would be the outcome? Labels want my name.